I was making this thing happen that I had only envisioned in my mind. It was really cool and it was and it was really imperfect. And I did what I said and I asked them for feedback and I was nervous. I was like, does anyone even like this? Like, I just was like so um, second guessing myself a lot and wondering if it was good enough. Welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm really excited to dive into this episode today. This is actually like my favorite type of episode where I'm just going to riff on a topic that feels very relevant to me and I find that when I share openly from the heart, that's when you all tend to relate the most as well. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I really started showing up for myself and for my my dream, for my big goal, and how I've made this a reality for myself, like how I've kept going, how I've not stopped amidst hardship. This is going to be a fun one. So I get questions quite often from people. A lot of other HSPs out there have the desire to have their own business, to work for this themselves, or really maybe it's just not even that. Maybe it's just wanting to start a blog, wanting to express themselves in a meaningful way. A lot of HSPs want to make a positive impact on the world, and I love that. I think there are few reasons for this. One, because we're empathetic and we care so much about other people. It's very natural for us to want to positively impact them and and leave our mark on the world and leave people better than the way we found them. I think that's so beautiful and so special. Another reason I think that we often have this desire is so many of us have gone through our own trials and tribulations that have taught us so much about ourselves. Many HSPs find themselves on a really on a self-growth path, on a spiritual path, on a path where we are very learning to be very in touch and in tune with ourselves. And so from that state, we we learn so much about ourselves. We learn so much about the world and there can be this very genuine desire to share this message with others because we feel so inspired and so lit up and we just want to like help everyone else feel the same way that we are. So that's another reason. And then the third reason I I often think comes to mind, it, it all plays in together, is I think a lot of HSPs were just here to do things a different way and and the normal structure of society just just doesn't work for a lot of HSPs. A lot of sensitive people really have a strong desire to 
make their own schedule, to only work certain hours of the day, certain days of the week, uh, to have more time in nature, to have more time just reading or with their family. And in, in our world, in a corporate environment, often we really can't create that for ourselves. And so the draw of having our own business and, and working for ourselves is really, really enticing for sensitive people. But a lot of times we get in our own way, we get stuck, we get overwhelmed, and we don't really know where to go next. And so I, kinda, I just wanted to dive into this today and kind of riff on my thoughts and my experience with this. How did I even like start all these things that I'm doing? Like today I have my highly sensitive and soulful membership. I have this podcast. I have a pretty big social media presence. I have my sensitive and soulful self-worth course. Like all these things really just like this this beautiful HSP ecosystem and I'm it's like my own vision coming to life and it's really neat. I didn't set out knowing that this was going to be the future for me. It just unfolded very organically. So where I began was with a blog. In January of 2019, I got this idea. Well, it was before that. It was like late 2018. I got this idea that I wanted to start a blog. And I fit into the camp of the HSP who's learning so much about life, who was on this really great personal growth path and spiritual path and I was beginning to feel so inspired by life and I just wanted to share this with others. I just wanted to inspire and uplift others because I was like, oh my gosh, I used to feel so anxious and so bad and now I feel pretty dang good a lot of the time and I want to help other people who are like me who felt this way. And in addition to that, I've always been a writer. I've always been somebody who loves to write and to express in that form but I hadn't written, like I hadn't written and shared my work in many years. I fell off the creative wagon, uh, gosh, probably in middle school, maybe, because I, I find that, you know, as we're going through school, a lot of times creativity isn't always nurtured and encouraged necessarily. Like as you get older, you start to be thinking, you start to think about like, okay, what's the career that's going to be best for me? And what's the most logical? And what should I do? And so I got really sucked into that whole world of being like, okay, I love to write. I'm pretty good at it. It's fun. But like, what am I going to do? Am I going to become a professional author? Like, that's really hard to make it. So like, it just it felt impractical to me. So I really fell off that trajectory for many, many years. And so when I started my blog, I was 26, maybe. I don't even know, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I was in my mid 20s, though. And that's like the first time I started getting back into sharing my writing. And so I started my little blog and it was called lifebyalyssa.com, which still exists. And I started my Instagram and I didn't have any big vision aside from that, like I, there was nothing else I was really like trying to plan out or make happen. I just was like sharing from the heart and I shared a new blog post twice a week and I was incredibly committed to that. And that's something I really want to highlight and like underline is commitment and consistency. So I had committed to myself, okay, if I'm going to start a blog, I'm going to be consistent AF with it because I knew so many people who had started blogs and then they abandoned them after like six months, 
maybe less, like they wrote for a little bit and then all of a sudden they just like ghosted and there's nothing else. And it's like, I just, I was like, okay, if I'm going to start this, I'm going to, I'm going to keep at it. I'm really going to do this. I'm going to go full force. And so I did, I, I wrote two blog posts a week for a long time and I loved it. It lit me up and it made me so happy, but you know, there's the hard parts where I can understand why the other people, and no judgment if that's you, by the way, like no judgment, but there were the times where I was like, man, maybe this is stupid. Like maybe I'm just, this is a lost cause. Like, because I would put all of this effort into these blog posts and not many people would read them. I don't remember what my numbers looked like that back then, but I know it was like maybe a few people, maybe 10 or 15 people would read my blog post that day or maybe that week, just depending on, on what it was. And it was really discouraging sometimes. And I've cried to my husband so many times, like, oh, maybe this is stupid. I feel so embarrassed. Like no one cares what I have to say. And I started my Instagram from zero. So I had, you know, maybe 20 or 50 followers and mostly were family and friends. And so, yeah, I just remember that struggle and those times where I was like, I just, I don't know. I felt embarrassed and I felt like no one cared. And I felt like maybe this was a stupid idea and those feelings are real. And so if you're in that place and you're experiencing that, like I want to share that it's totally normal and honestly a part of the journey. I don't really know anyone who's put themselves out there, who's done something new, who's been vulnerable, who hasn't felt like, hasn't experienced these feelings of what am I doing? Is this really worth it? Or should I just stop? So anyway, I kept going. I kept just trucking along and I noticed that anytime I talked about my sensitivity at all in my blog posts, because side note, my blog was not for HSPs to begin with. It was, it was for all people. Like it was just, it was not only focused on highly sensitive people, but I noticed anytime I talked about being an HSP, other people really resonated with it. They're like, oh my gosh, same here. This has been my experience. Like, I can't believe I'm not the only one. And so it was not only validating for me, but it was really validating for others. And I was feeling really lit up by this connection that was made. And so I started to kind of see, oh, like maybe this is really what I should be talking about more because it feels good to me. It feels good to others. And then this was really validated when, um, because during this time I, I started to submit my writing to online publications like uh, Thrive Global, Thought Catalog, Savannah East. I just started like submitting my writing to all sorts of different online publications because I was feeling like, you know, I'm not getting a ton of traffic to my lifebyalyssa.com. Like no one really knows me and and that's okay, but I really want to share what I have to say with more people. And there was one article in particular that I submitted to this website called HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. If you're an HSP, probably heard of it. Maybe it's a great website. And I was just like, I thought this was like the cream of the crop. I'm like, oh my gosh, this would be so major. So I submitted this article to them and it was called Empathy is a Rare and Valuable Strength in the Workplace. And it was all about my experience of being highly sensitive in the workplace and how it had been a challenge for me, but how I learned to see that this is actually a great strength. And I think it took a couple of months for them to even get back to me kind of had forgotten about it. And they 
sent me an email and they were like, hey, we love your article and we're going to publish it. And I just about fainted. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Like it was such a big deal to me. And I think this was probably in March or April of 2020, sometime around then. And so it really was like validating what I was witnessing, which was that, oh, like, I think I'm meant to just talk to highly sensitive people. Like, this is really my thing. This is really what resonates with people. And so that article was published and people saw it and they have a big following. And then from there, I started having some people reach out to me on Instagram and I was asked to uh, do a podcast for the very first time by my friend Ben Fritz, who is now one of my really good friends. And I was so I was like interviewed for a podcast and it was like such a big deal to me. I was so nervous. I remember like sweating and just like overthinking it and like just like I literally, <laughs> I literally practiced the interview um, by recording myself in my notes app in my phone because I was like, I don't even know what I sound like. And so anyway, I just look at, back at that with so much fondness. And it, it was just like such a clear sign from the universe that this was the direction that I was meant to be going in. And so I share all of this because this was like over a year into me blogging and I didn't set out knowing, oh, I'm going to talk to HSPs. Not at all. I just kept showing up and writing and kind of started noticing the little clues that I was getting from people and also clues from my own energy and noticing what really lit me up. And so when that article was published by Highly Sensitive Refuge, I just knew it's like, okay, this is definitely the path that I'm going to go on. And so I had more articles to submit to them. I'd written lots of articles. So I submitted more to them and they liked them and they kept publishing them. And eventually they asked me to be a contributor for them. And so they would pitch me articles to write. And it began this like beautiful synchronistic relationship with this publication that I was like so obsessed with and I thought was the coolest thing ever. And so, yeah, it was just very organic in how it, it happened for me and... So then over time, I started getting this idea, like, maybe there's more to this work than this. Maybe it's more than just writing articles. Like, maybe I'm meant to help people in an even bigger way, in a more intimate way. Like, maybe I can really connect with people in a different setting. And so I had this idea to create a membership community. So I was a part of Gabby Bernstein's membership community. It's like a spiritual membership community. And I loved it. I loved the format. I was getting so much out of it. She had monthly meditations and audio trainings and a beautiful community on Facebook. It was really enhancing my life. And I was like, what if I made this for highly sensitive people? Like that would be the coolest thing ever. And so it was this little seed in my mind and... I went with it. I just went with it. And so I want to stop here for a second because I want you to know that like I did not have some like perfect plan. I didn't have everything all laid out beautifully. I had not even like created my business as a business, so to speak. Like it was just me just like kind of throwing stuff together. I didn't have like a whole business plan. I didn't know the next 10 steps. I was really just like all right, this sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. So I maybe had maybe a thousand followers on Instagram at this time, just for context. This was September of 2020. 
And I messily put out this idea for this membership community. I had I launched it to my email list only, which I have no idea how many people were on my email list. Maybe 300 people. I don't know. It wasn't very big. And I just was like, hey, I'm, I'm creating a membership community for highly sensitive people. I would love to have you as one of my founding members. And I would love your feedback as I built this. And I got 12 people to sign up, which was amazing. I was so excited. I think my goal was 10. So I got 12. And the membership started out in a Facebook group. And it was nothing glamorous. It was nothing beautiful. But I started rolling out my vision. I started, I gave them a, a, a meditation each month, an audio training, and I brought in a guest expert. And I was making this thing happen that I had only envisioned in my mind. It was really cool and it was and it was really imperfect. And I did what I said and I asked them for feedback and I was nervous. I was like, does anyone even like this? Like, I just was like so um, second guessing myself a lot and wondering if it was good enough because it was in a Facebook group. And I knew I was like putting my all into it, but I was like, oh, do people even like this? And one of the earliest feedback I got was that they would love to have a a monthly Zoom session and meet as a group. And I was like, all right, all right, let's do it. And so I started doing a monthly Zoom session. And guess what? Like there are a lot of months when I had one person show up zero people show up because as I grew my membership, like eventually I moved us onto a platform. Eventually I made, I think I had mm, 20 to 30 members for a good while. So it was like, you know, growing, but it was still not huge. And yeah, I would have these monthly Zoom sessions and a lot of times people wouldn't come and there you go. Got in my head. Oh my gosh, this is, maybe this is going to fail. Maybe no one likes this. Maybe I'm just not actually cut out for this. But you know what I will say, and just to give you kind of a little behind the scenes, there was never once a moment of thinking I was going to quit it because I knew in my heart that this vision, this, this desire I had was so strong and it was there for a reason. It never once felt out of alignment or wrong. It just felt really uncomfortable and really scary. And like, really, it brought up a lot of insecurities. And so that's the reality. Like, it was not always like, oh, you know, I launched this membership and it was all put together. Like, not at all. It was super messy. There was so many times of second guessing myself and also a ton of self-work that goes along the way. Because guess what? People leave memberships, people cancel, people give you feedback that you, that kind of hurts your feelings. That happened to me. When you send emails out to a list of people, there are going to be people who unsubscribe, people who think you're annoying, people who send you emails back and, and say like rude things to me, you know, that, that happened to me and I had to sit with it and I had to work through it. And so it's not, it's not always easy, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And so I want to share all of this transparently as a highly sensitive person, because if you are feeling called to put yourself out there and you are like wanting to start your blog or start your business, these are real things that are going to come up. And it's actually just such an important part of the journey because it's how you build resilience and it's how you build trust in yourself and it's how you really grow and become more confident. You learn to move through these uncomfortable situations and you see oh, I can do this. I can make it to the other side of this. In retrospect, now I'm really happy that those things happened because it allows me to better support other people who are new in their journey to share with them like, hey, I've been through it too. And here's how I dealt with it. I'm happy to be able to tell that story. 
and I'm, I'm also happy to have kind of moved through it. And so fast forward then to spring of 2021, I started working with a business coach because I was feeling like, okay, I've got my membership going. I really like it, but I kind of want to know like, what are my next steps? Like, I don't know what to do. And I had done all of this mostly on my own. I did do, I should note, actually, I did do um, Kathy Heller's program. Kathy Heller's amazing. Oh my gosh. And I got to be on her podcast this past summer, which was like total fangirl moment. But I was part of her group coaching program in the summer, summer of 2020 where I learned a lot about just like business and things like that. So I had invested in myself in that way. But spring of 2021, I worked with my business coach for the first time and she really helped me, like gave me guidance even more so on like, okay, what are the next steps you can take in your business? And she really encouraged me to work one-on-one with people and, and try that out. And so there was a new level, there was a new discomfort, there was a new way of putting myself out there. And I was so nervous. I was like, who would want to work with me? And who would want to pay me this much? And I don't know, who do I think I am to do all this? And just like brings up new fears. But I did it. Over the course of a few months, I worked with five different people. And it was one of the most, oh my gosh, um, fulfilling, that's the word, fulfilling experiences I've had to get to know these different people so closely and work with them for eight weeks and see the difference in them and see the impact I was able to help them make because it's really a co-creative process. You know, I can share my perspective and my mentorship and then it's really on the other person to take the action and, and implement the things. But oh my gosh, it was so fulfilling and so cool. And yeah, the first time I put myself out there, it was absolutely terrifying. And so again, sharing all this transparently, because you're never going to feel totally ready. You're never, you're going to always like have these moments of like kind of doubting yourself and feeling really uncomfortable and second guessing yourself and maybe feeling like an imposter. And you're going to have times where no one shows up to your workshop and no one signs up for your thing. And it's kind of just part of the journey. It's just part of the process. And so the difference I find in people who succeed and the ones who kind of stay stuck and don't realize these dreams, the difference is when you let that that setback, that discomfort be the reason you quit because it's going to happen. There's going to be that discomfort. And I think it's just critical that we don't see it as something that's like, oh, nope, this is a block. This is an obstacle and I'm just going to quit because this is uncomfortable and I don't like it. Instead, if we see it as something that we can learn to overcome and to build our resilience and our self-trust, we get to the other side and then it's like a whole new level of beauty is available to us. And there's so much amazing opportunity on the other side. Of course, this is the truth. If this dream of yours is really, truly something that you feel strongly about. Because sometimes we have these obstacles and it's really like, mm, no, this is this is happening because it's just not in alignment with me. This is just not feeling right to me. And that is a question, like understanding if that's true for you is something that only you can under, like you can answer for yourself. Like no one else can really tell you. It's one of those things you're just going to feel in your gut and in your soul. You're just going to know that it's either right for you or if it's not right for you. And so for me with this, all of this HSP work, I, 
it just was an undeniable feeling in my soul that like this is what I'm meant to do. It feels so good. It lights me up. And I just always had this certainty. This is on my heart for a reason. And I don't know why <laughs> I care so much. I, I don't know why it's like I'm so obsessed with it, but I'm so obsessed with it because you guys like before 2020, I work full time and I was working on my blog every single morning from 5 to 7 a.m. before I'd have to get ready and go to work. Okay, like if there's something that you love, like you will make it happen. You will find the time, you will get committed to it and you will you will keep at it because you're obsessed with it because you don't, you can't imagine not doing it. And so that's how you know if something is in alignment for you and it's like, oh, you just like are so obsessed and it feels so good. But then you come across these setbacks, like don't let the setbacks stop you. If this is on your heart and it's feeling so good, let those be an opportunity to grow, to look at yourself, to build your resilience. Oh my gosh, I just get so passionate about this because it's just such a cool journey and it's it's changed my life. It's really changed my life. And I've been having this feeling that I really want to help other HSP entrepreneurs out there find their way too, because it's just been the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And I always really envision the world of there being more highly sensitive people who are leaders in their lives. I say this all the time, but I really see that as the future. And I think that when there are more sensitive people in influential roles of some sort or or giving back or doing good, like the whole world is positively impacted by that. We just need more empathetic leaders out there at the forefront. And so, I mean, there's so much to this journey. <laughs> And if, if you're interested in hearing more, like, let me know. I don't usually talk about this type of stuff on my podcast, but I felt called to share. But, you know, so like fast forward to today, I'm recording this. It is March 2022. And at this point now, I've got the podcast. I've got my highly sensitive and soulful membership, which is now just like thriving with over 100 members in there and always growing. And the membership itself is expanding and taking shape into even bigger and better things that I than I initially imagined. And I have my, my self-worth course for HSPs, which is something that I was super lit up about. And I had about 50 people enroll in that. So like there have been all of these really cool, exciting things that have stemmed from that early blog. <laughs> the days where I just had this idea to have this blog. And again, none of it has been like fallen in my lap. Like there's been blood, sweat, and tears, lots of tears along the way. But the through line is just like trusting yourself, trusting your intuition, trusting your curiosity, staying consistent AF. Consistency is so important and just showing up for yourself and showing up for your dream. Something I like to think about is if you have a dream, if you have something that you love, then show it the respect that it deserves by showing up for it. Don't leave it dusty on a shelf. Give it the respect that it needs. Give it the respect that it deserves. Show up, do the work, put in the work to making it a reality. It's on your heart for a reason. But I could go on and on and on. If you ever have like specific questions around this, if there's anything you would love for me to expand upon as it relates to being a highly sensitive entrepreneur, anything like that, send me a DM on Instagram at Life by Alyssa. I'd love to chat with you and 
provide more insight and content around this if it's something that resonates with you. So thank you as always for tuning in and I will chat with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.